It's time to get your morning started with the news you need to know. News update. This is what's trending with DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. You know, tomorrow we've got to really refocus and get ready for Orlando. And my only concern, the only thing that I care about with our team is that we come with the appropriate, you know, approach to the game. And at tip-off, you are shot out of a cannon. Will Hardy didn't like the preparation, didn't like the start in Atlanta, wants something different tonight. But will he get it? The Jazz facing the Magic in Orlando. And a quick glance at the standings will tell you Orlando is a more formidable opponent. Okay, I didn't need to look at the standings. Well, there are a couple spots about six and a half games in front of Atlanta. Well, your lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying. Bring it. It's what you said yesterday. Bring it. Tired of blowouts. So many road blowout losses. I realize he's got to get up there and do a perfunctory five or ten minutes. He's got to say something. Yeah, this stuff is going in one ear and out the other. I'd rather you read scores. Well, we'll get to that. Good. But first. I can't wait. First, the Jazz have got to show up tonight. Well, they don't have to. Could be another 25-point beating. Who knows? We will find out tonight. Second of three games on the road for your Utah Jazz, and you'll hear it right here on The Zone. DJ at PK. Hashtag NBA. Out near the timeline. The Clipper logo. Down by five. LeBron, four and a half to play. Let's fly again. He's got it. Unreal. He couldn't want to show tonight. Dodgett, left baseline, score it with a foul. And he'll go to the line for the and one as he basically fallen out of bounds when he let that shot go. Edwards off the town screen. Gets to the three-point line, circles back out. Left-handed dribble, 13 to shoot, drives it, gets to the cup and dumps it again! 34 in back-to-back games for Anthony Edwards. The Lakers beat the Clippers 116-112 to 112 somewhere. Larry the Laker is laughing. No matter how much better the Clippers get, the Lakers are a problem. The fourth-place Clippers getting beat by the ninth-place Lakers. Will they ever beat those guys, catch those guys, be as popular as those guys, no. win more than those guys? But, I mean, they were winning more than they are now. But, I mean, they're without two starters. Paul George and Zubac didn't play. Denver Nuggets make it four straight wins. They beat the Sacramento Kings, 117 to 96. There you go. Kings had a nice, uh, nice season last year. They were a top three team in the West, and now they are eighth in the West and just two games in front of the Lakers. Looks like the Kings headed for a play-in, but where will they slot in that? The top dogs sail on. Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies, 110-101. They did what they were supposed to do. Any other games catch your eye or matter to you? I saw a stat that I thought somebody like you would love this morning at the gym, that uh, Luca is the first guy to have a 30-point triple-double, so at least 30 points. And obviously the, the other two in the other sports, or as categories, I should say. And he's the first one to have it by scoring at least 30 points on his birthday. 30 points, 11 boards, 16 assists, Dallas. Handles Toronto 136-125. 24 years old yesterday. Man. 
where is he going to be when he's done? What position do you put him at? You're a position guy. He's a point guard. So where is he going to be on the list? Top five. But no higher? Could be higher. Wouldn't guarantee higher. I would think he'd be at least top five. He's 24 years old. Is he going to have Magic's resume? Is he going to have Steph Curry's resume? Is he going to have Oscar Robertson's resume? Oh, you're leaving out somebody very important around here. Yep. (laughs) So, at best, you've got Stockton fourth? Yep. If you had to choose between the two in their prime, at 24 years of age, who would you choose? Oh, I'd choose my popularity in Stockton. Now, who would you really choose? I want to choose Luca. He's got a ton of talent. The thing that limits him right now is I don't think he's in great shape and he doesn't play defense. And so I wonder how deep he's ever going to go in the playoffs. And Stockton played in two finals. Will Luca play in two finals before it's over? That's all. That's that's the bar. Two finals. Well, since we're comparing him to Stockton, I mean the bar could be much higher. Can he be a so multi-champion? You're, you're comparing the best player on Dallas to the second best player on the Jazz. Ah, that seems fair. Will there be, yeah. What kind of teammates will he get to play with? <laughs> That's a bogus comparison. You've got the best over here, and you're comparing him to the second best. Wow. That's quite the standard. You're welcome. I didn't thank you. Where do you think he's going to be when it's all said and done? Number two. I can't see him catching Magic or Steph Curry, so I would think three is as high as he can go. Okay. Really, I threw Oscar in there because I don't view him as higher than fourth. But right, we've got a decade of him to see uh, how this plays out. No, I can count. I mean, I know why you had Oscar in there. That would, that would mean the highest he could be is fourth. Well, he's 25 now, so we're getting to the prime. 24. He was 24. He just turned 25. And then they had the wrong stat. He said on his 24th birthday. Ah. Okay. Well, I'm looking at a thing right here that says he's 25 okay. now. Okay. So. Just telling you what I but saw this morning. Still, he's got a decade to go. Of course, I had anyway. the, the uh, treadmill set at 10.0, so maybe my eyes were a little blurry. <laughs> what are you, Usain Bolt over there? <laughs> Let's go. I haven't got time to jog, people. Oh, you do intervals. You don't do the whole thing. Oh, thank goodness. So you do like 7.0. So when you brought it down 8. to 7.0, you couldn't check the age? It was a 10.0 when you were... Well, I mean, they don't keep it up there that long, the, the stats. You know, they got like, I don't know, 15 yeah, I know. TVs ahead of you. <laughs> above your, you know, you look up. And, I, and when I'm going really fast, I learn don't look anywhere. Oh, really? Oh, I've seen some accidents. <laughs> People flying off the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. Get pretty banged up. Don't need that. Barry Tompkins once went, went flying in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> but it's etched in your memory. It is. <laughs> I, thought I hadn't thought of Barry Tompkins in a while. Yeah. Uh, the NBA denied the Knicks' protest of their 105-103 loss to the Rockets. I'm sure you're all shocked. Knicks uh, protested because the uh, crew chief acknowledged that a foul at the end of the game was an incorrect call. The Why are there protests? Chief. Why are there protests? Is it, what has ever been overturned? 
Oh, I think it's just uh, public relations. Yeah. Type of thing. I don't care about any regular season game. I, mean, I couldn't even tell you what happened now. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Just got a new coach staff that came in, you know, and like, it's no standard there. It's like everybody do what they want to do, and it's like whatever. Now, granted, the defense have a more of a stabilized standard with that, with the coaching staff on that side. So you could tell the defense got a, a standard, but the offense is just like, all right, we'll just figure it out. It's Aaron's show. Let Aaron do what Aaron do, you know what I mean? But then when Aaron go down, it's like, we don't know what to do. That's former Jets receiver McCole Hardman saying the Jets' offensive coaching staff really didn't set standards. Sounds like a free-for-all. Aaron Rodgers was going to run the show, and then suddenly he's hurt, and Zach Wilson has to run the show, and it's chaos. So that's McCole Hardman's take. But we have no idea how it would have been with Aaron. I mean, we can let Aaron do what Aaron do, but how do we know it wouldn't have been doo-doo? Nice. (laughs) Just rolled into that. You stepped in that. It's a little stinky. <laughs> Zach Wilson has been granted permission to seek a trade. We got the question today on that topic coming up, so stay tuned on our next segment for that one. Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs ranked 31st in the NFL Players Association annual report card that ranks teams in various categories, ownership, coaching, team facilities, trainers, dining, all kinds of stuff. The Washington Commanders. Texture of toilet paper. Dead last at number 32. Chiefs were 31. Up at the top, it was Miami and Minnesota. Chiefs apparently had old locker room facilities. Stools, not chairs. Told they... Well, they were going to redo it because they did this survey last year. It was the NFL Players Association does it. 1,700 players taking part. And they were going to do it last year, but the Super Bowl run didn't leave them enough time. Well, another Super Bowl run. I guess nothing gets updated in Kansas City. Aren't they getting a new stadium? And baseball's been asking for one. Baseball's working on one, and they're going to move out of that, uh, that Truman Sports Complex thing they have, and they're looking at a location downtown. They've what announced location. I don't think it's... Not I don't football, think it's though? finished. No, I think football's staying there. Uh, well, then they can use the and, Royal Stadium as their and, locker room. And <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff right across the parking lot. I think their practice facility is right across the parking lot as part of that complex. But they scored number one in coaching. People like playing for Andy Reid. A little down People on like ownership's winning. investment. Yeah, right? The Chiefs releasing Marquez Valdez-Scantling who caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. The move saves Kansas City $12 million against the cap with free agency around the corner. Waiting to see if the Chiefs will upgrade their receivers. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Connect. Takes a three. Drives. Pulls up from the corner and hits. (laughs) In your face. To Cam Jones. He'll drive in the lane to the basket. Tries the layup with his back to the basket. Missed it, but it comes out to to Chase Ross. Ross. Open three is good. There got to be a timeout. Yep, Kim English calling it out. In the corner, Joplin drives baseline. Double team. Flips it across into the corner. Chase Ross open three. Good. And the lead is back to 22. Chase Ross. Beautiful set up there by Joplin. Inbound broom mid lane. Double teamed up with the left hand. It's good. Ziegler top of the key gives to connect. Turns, fires a three, and hits. Money. 
There's some random highlights from college basketball. My ability to identify them is pretty low. Ohio State beat Michigan in their sort of rivalry game, 67-51. And Oklahoma took down Texas, 71-70, the final score there. Gonzaga, for all their uh, for all their issues, PK, are they going to make the NCAA tournament this year? I was reading stuff about them yesterday. You think they're in? I don't know. I don't, I don't get into that. You're, you're, you're the Lenardi boy. <laughs> yeah, but see the future. Know how good the players are. Are they going to win? I don't know. I don't give a crap. I don't care about the West Coast Conference. Oh, your loyalty <laughs> gone. You want me to lie? Yes. <laughs> now I do. Earlier I didn't. <laughs> I haven't paid a lick of attention to the West Coast Conference. College basketball this afternoon. The Utah women have a 3 o'clock game with Washington State. Utah just picked up their 20th win, working on 21, trying to get a top-four seed and home court in the first two rounds. Well, they they beat both of the Washingtons on the road by double digits when they played them earlier this year, so I suspect that they'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a little bit of a doubleheader. Yes, the Utah men will be at home yeah. later on. The Huntsman's very busy. State basketball tournament yesterday. Yeah. State basketball tournament yeah. tomorrow. We're going for another championship. You right are. There, Corner Canyon. He's got the hat on. So sweet. Winning never gets old. <laughs> 89 to 60. Corner Canyon in a route in the semifinals. Took charge of that one early. And then it'll be senior day for uh, both the men and the women. But yeah, I have no idea who the freak a senior is these days. Man, I can't and, wait and, till we get past this. A, can you have a big emotional goodbye for someone who's a uh, transfer and has been there one one year? Because that's also happening at senior days around the country the next two weeks. Understood. Senior days going for uh, players going for, you know, well, a couple of senior I don't days. Know. I, I think you honor them in terms of their um, ability to be in a, in a program, not necessarily, oh, you're a cougar or a ute for life that type of thing yeah. but th- obviously that's going to happen so you're you're kind of honoring the person rather than the honoring the person in this long-standing commitment to the program but you know, it's the reality of the world today if that player helps you win then yeah if you you honor him i mean osabor could just be here for one season yep what a season. <laughs> Stanford is at Utah, 6.30 for the men after the uh, women's game at 3 o'clock. Also tonight, Weaver State, who had a six-game winning streak, but they got beat on the weekend at Idaho State. They are going to try to start another streak to play in Northern Colorado. It was actually uh, pretty good in a game in front of them in the standings now, but they handled Northern Colorado pretty easily over in Colorado. So rematch tonight, Purple Palace, 7 o'clock ESPN+. Plus. Clemson's basketball coach Brad Brunel believes the Big 12 manipulated the net rankings. They're not conference scheduling. They're playing 300-level teams and winning by 40 to 50 points to increase their efficiency numbers. ACC is actually 9-3 and three against the Big 12. Big 12 has 10, has 10 teams in the top 45. Well, yeah, and that's why I think it's a joke to show bowl records, especially now more than ever when so many players opt out and all yeah, that stuff. Right. You know, It doesn't mean anything. But I think there's something to be said for what your conference does in the NCAA tournament. And and I 
And not is it just you say, oh, okay, we, we had five teams go to the Sweet 16, whatever it might be. But how deep did but, they go once they got there? And I, Sure, but yeah, right. I mean, how well you did in the, in the NCAA tournament, because I think it has a bearing on the next season. I don't think, like, if the, there's a possibility that the Mountain West could get six, and that'd be awesome for them. But if they go 0 for 6 in the first round, there's no way, you know what, they're getting six, six next, next year. Because the committee doesn't want to be look like, made to look like fools. As good as the Big 12 was last year, and it had a decade of these uh, highly ranked regular seasons, they didn't have anybody in the Final Four. They did have two teams losing the Elite Eight. Texas and Kansas State were elite. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then the, you then you also look at have to look at the NBA draft choices. You know, as we we identify the SEC in football. Well, I mean, you got sixteen guys taken in the first round. Right, but in football, it seems like it has more impact to me because all those guys are playing at least three years in the SEC, and because they seem to always have a dozen, sixteen guys in the first round. At any given time, it seems like you got 30, 40, 50 first-round picks playing SEC football. So yeah, it yeah. must it must be pretty good. But it in is. college, with a one-and-done. What's and the was difference? It, well, because the kids are one-and-done based on on potential, not based on their ability to play really good basketball well, at then, that yeah, moment. And you look at five years and see if they're in the league. It's an ongoing thing. It's not just it stops the day of the draft. Look and see who the best players in the league are and where they can't come from. Right, but even, what if they weren't good in that league and they were only there one year? Well, they're going to have to be pretty good to get drafted. You think they're drafting lousy players? I think they're drafting on potential, so they're certainly right. not da- drafting the best players. And we understand that. So that uh, it, we, you can assume if that kid would have stayed four years, he would have been really good. What's the difference? Because, because it's, he didn't go yeah, to the it, NCAA tournament those other three times but, but and dominate and play great basketball. Across, everyone has the same advantage-disadvantage. It's not like it's just going to be the Big 12. Oh, those are just a bunch of one-and-dunners, and they're not really good. It's just, It's across the world. Same thing. Everybody's at the same thing. You just look, who are the best players in the league and where'd they come from? And so, yeah, they weren't as great. A 19-year-old isn't going to be as good as he is when he's 23. Everybody understands that. Right, so his college team then doesn't win like that. Look at the teams who are in the Final Four. Don't you think there are teams advancing in the NCAA tournament because they're older and they're more experienced guys as opposed to they're the best guys? Dude, we're talking about a league. We're not talking about a team. You're talking about a team. Florida Atlantic did really well. I don't yeah. even know what the hell Florida Atlantic's <laughs> league is, but no one's going to say that league is better than the Big 12. I'm not talking about teams. I'm talking about a league. DJ and PK, that's what is trending. Coming up, question of the day. Zach Wilson, what should he do? We will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 The Zone.